0: Hey everyone, this is Becoming a Bible Nerd. I'm Carrie Hunt, and I'm so glad that you are joining us. We believe this ancient Eastern text was never meant to study alone, so we choose to do it in community. We will take one book a semester, one chapter a week, and really dig in to understand the context and the culture that the book was written in so that we can better understand how to apply what God is saying to our lives. Our goal is to equip you and your community to fall more in love with Jesus because you have fallen in love with His Word. This season, we're going through the book of Romans, and today's segment is Romans chapter 12, the marks of a true Christian, verses 9 through 21. And I'm so excited today because speaking of community, I have my community here at the table. So you are hearing this live and in person with the team that I study with. And we just really, this is not going to be perfect. I don't know how to edit. I'm just putting that out there. But we just wanted to invite you to the table this morning. We're going to be specifically talking about verses 9 through 21. And this is going to be a snapshot for you of what it's like when we come. Like we all do our study. We come to the table and then we just kind of dissect it together and talk about our thoughts. And what I love about that is... Maybe I'm on the wrong track or I'm looking at something through a certain lens and then somebody else brings some insight to uh, the table and it's just uh, the ability for all of us to grow together and to really come to an understanding. Maybe somebody, something really spoke to them and I just skimmed over it. What I love about this group is none of us are Bible scholars. We're all just girls, different ages. We have so many different generations at this table from in our 20s all the way up to 60s and so it's just a beautiful beautiful table of people in all different walks of life in different phases of life and like I said none of us are theologians we just come together because we love God and that's what we have in common and so today I'm gonna have everybody introduce themselves and then we'll get started so here to my right is I'm Kylie I'm Jade I'm Lynn I'm Shara I'm Danielle. All right. And so we're going to start the conversation. So I'm going to open it up to Lynn because she is going to bring a verse that's a little bit earlier than this. And she had a good analogy entering into this section.
1: Well, when we were talking about Romans 9 through the rest of the um, chapter, we can only do that if we do what Romans 12:1 says, that's what stuck out to me in Romans 12:1 says that we are to present our bodies as a living sacrifice, holy and pleasing to God. And as I was reading further in that, Tony Evans study Bible had an analogy that I thought was just really, really applicable. And it helps me to have like a, a story to go along with explaining it. So what he said was it's the difference between what a chicken and a pig bring to a bacon and egg breakfast. The chicken makes a contribution, but the pig gives everything. Mm. What we often try to do with God is give an egg here and an egg there to feel like we're part of something, but God wants sacrifice. He wants the whole ham and bacon. Mm. So I just thought that that was... I know,
0: that um, is such a good picture, and that's really what he's going into in this segment is he... It's all of us. It's a Monday through Sunday. Again, it's not just a, I'm going to attend on, to my small group, I'm going to attend on a Sunday morning. It is our lives Mm -hmm. are for him. Mm -hmm. All right, so we're going to just jump in. I'll go ahead and read. We'll just tackle each verse at a time. The first, um, verse nine says, love must be without hypocrisy, Um, detest evil and cling to what is good. Does anyone have a different version that says maybe works a different, okay. Mine just says,
2: don't just pretend to love others. Really love them. Hate what is wrong. Hold tightly to what
0: is good. Okay, so what are y'all, yeah. y'all thinking? What does that look like?
2: Well, I did a little word study on love because it's used in those first two verses, verses 9 and 10. An interesting thing, so in verse 10, where it says love love each other with genuine affection and take delight in honoring each other, or you might have brotherly love. Mm-hmm. So I looked that up, and that comes from the word philos or Philadelphia, and that is what it's talking about, like loving your family members, loving your, your friends or whatever. But what I thought was so interesting in verse 9 when it says don't just pretend to love others, that is agape, and that is patterned after the way that God loves us. Mm-hmm. And I what struck me was... Mm-hmm. If you don't try to love after the way God loves us, there is no way you can do all of the rest <laughs> of these things on this list yeah. because it's a
1: supernatural love. Yeah.
2: And we
0: have to be connected to Him and know Him yes. to even know how to, to do even that. Know how to
1: do it, yeah. It was funny because you talked about doing a word study. I looked, I looked at the word hypocrisy in huh. one of the translations. that said without hypocrisy. Well, the Greek word for that is that hypocrite, which was used by an actor who wore a mask. Mm-hmm. And so how many operate behind the mask? Mm-hmm. And for we all do it. Yes. We have many reasons. We put on masks and what have you. But mm-hmm. Paul's instructions, they would encourage us to be the kind of community that would allow people to drop their mask mm-hmm. and to really be real with whatever's going on with them and to be real ourselves. That's yes. that Yes, because, I mean, James,
0: um, we have to confess our sins or whatever you're going through one to another in the... Our brother's job is to pray, but that's how healing comes, is being real, talking yes. about our struggles, and then you can get back on the right path with a group of people joining in. I do want to mention this. This was something I want—I should have said at the beginning, but I loved what talk, Dr. Constable's notes said about this particular section. It says, nowhere else in Paul's writing do we find a more concise collection of ethics, um, ethical injunctions. And then um, there are 13 exhortations to love and to show hospitality, etc. That all kind of falls under love. And then the Zondervan Illustrated Bible Background Commentary, that's a mouthful, Hmm. says a popular ancient style of writing is called Paranethis. I don't know how to really pronounce that. But it was where you string together admonitions. Am I saying that right? Admonitions of general ethical content. The writer moves quickly through a variety of themes and issues, not always related. And here, that's what we see Paul doing. You might think, wow, he's all over the place, but he's just stringing together how to generally live. It's not an exhaustive Mm. list, but he's just saying like, these are the things that you need to be doing in and out of your life, in and out of Monday through Sunday. Mm -hmm. And so, okay, so Sherry, you touched on verse 10. I'm going to go ahead and read that. It says, show family affection to one another with brotherly love. Outdo one another in showing honor. And so Mm -hmm. you had mentioned that that brotherly love is um, Philadelphia. Mm -hmm. And it's that tight-knit family bond that Mm -hmm. we, as the body of Christ, should be developing with one another. It should go mm-hmm. outside of the bonds of family. And it's, mm-hmm. you know, you know, like how it is with family. Like, you have each other's back. Mm-hmm. You know, you yeah. can be annoyed by them. Yes. And you can say things about them. But if somebody else <laughs> well, comes in, then all well, of a sudden your hands are up. and You know, so you just <laughs> have each other's back. And um, I love that it says, outdo one another and showing honor. So what mm-hmm. somebody kind of share what that means to you or how what you took that as.
3: I kind of think, you know, um, it really reminds me, if you've seen The Office, there's a an episode where uh, two of the guys are, you know, one's opening the door for the other, and they're trying to, they're literally, like, keeping uh, tally marks on who has done more, and, mm-hmm. you know, um, it's, it's pretty comical in the show, but, like, I think that's, I mean, that's literally what it's saying to do, like. Actively look for ways to love other people. Mm-hmm. That's um, right. Yes. That's that's, that's kind totally. of what I got from it is, you know, don't stop. There's no, there's no end to what you can do. Mm. And to outdo, yeah,
0: literally yeah, outdo yeah. your neighbor, not as a I won the competition, the yeah, American way yeah, of yeah. looking right. at things, but he's just saying be excessive about this. And I think it's so countercultural because in our culture it is – Let's do all these things so you can become known, so that you can build a platform, so that your, yes, that your name can be known, but can you imagine if we all lived to make each other, to honor each other, not Mm -hmm. to make each other's name known, that's not what I'm saying, because we want to make Jesus known, but if we honored each other in such a way that you put them first, and Mm -hmm. let people recognize them and their Mm -hmm. gifts over yours.
2: Yeah, and I think what's interesting is he talks about my, let's see, my part says, um, Well, it just says, go back to nine. It says, really love them. And another version was talking about sincere love. Or my commentary, I guess, was talking about sincere love. So Mm -hmm. I looked up sincere. Free from pretense or deceit. Free... You know, and it's supposed to be genuine feelings. And so, like, right. Daniel, what you're talking about, like, on The Office, mm-hmm. like, it wasn't genuine, <laughs> right? I mean, it was ridiculous. <laughs> it's good episode, though. Yeah, it's such a good <laughs> episode. Right? Yeah, it's but, good right. episode. It's but you know, know, like, if we're, like, it, it's that's what struck, struck me because it's so easy to be like, oh, I love you or, oh, I'm praying for you or whatever, yeah. but you may not be really genuine in the moment but to actually be genuine and to put that at the forefront is a totally different deal and I think that
0: takes practice Mm -hmm. you know like you're gonna feel uncomfortable at first you know or even cheesy or whatever but the more you do it the the more comfortable that it becomes
4: I I was reading a commentary from N.T. Wright and this was something when I read it like let your love be genuine and that is like Honestly, realistically, you don't always like somebody as soon as you meet them. Right, and they don't always right. like you. But, like, what this is, it is, like, a God love. And it's yes. not. And something that he said is more about what people do than how they feel. Mm. So, like, that's it's good. not necessarily how we feel about that person. But right. because of, like, what God is showing us and teaching us through this, like, that is... Why we love them. And that is it's how we good. love them. It's good. And he said here, he said, if we waited until we were quite sure our motives were completely genuine and pure um, and right, we might never actually get around to doing anything mm-hmm. at all. Mm-hmm. And I thought That's that was really good. True. And it really changed, yeah. like, my perspective on sure. what it's like when you meet somebody and you're showing them love.
0: That um, Whenever I went to Turkey, I can remember a message one time, and it was it was to us, but he said, you know, like sometimes as Christians, we have to fake it till we make it, yeah. you know, like we, we have to true. practice yeah. love, even if we're not feeling it, you yeah. just practice it. And then that's who you become. But I think that's yeah. such a it's good, what you become. Like, yes. You you become and I but love, it's not something. a feeling, it's an action right. yeah. and yeah. that is huge. So that, God
2: honors us when we step out and do the yeah, action right. because I, I it's the same thing for a lot of things, but with forgiveness, like I've had to deal with, you know, an ex-husband mm-hmm. and um, I had a child, and so I needed to forgive him, and I yeah. didn't really want to at all. Mm-hmm. But I just kept vo- you know vocalizing out of forgive Well, I mean, God honors that step of faith, and then it comes. Then the mm-hmm. real feeling will come. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I
1: think it's the same as love and honoring people. Yeah, and I think good. something that I read too is how we love others mirrors how we love Jesus. Mm-hmm. And I think about that. I mean, and think about the word mirror. How many times do we get by and We look at ourselves in the mirror, and what do we say or whatever. You know, that kind of thing. So are we critical? Are we building up? Are we, you know, just really reflecting yeah. mm. the Christ in us onto those people? Mm. Yeah.
0: That's good. Or that to good. everybody, not those people, but mm-hmm. people. yeah, Yeah, to, to people. And I think a lot of this, of course, it's easy to do. People that you're, you love and sure. have immediate connection with and crazy about, but the real practice comes in when it's, you know, the feelings aren't there. Yeah. You know, yeah. it's like with someone or they do something that gets on your nerves or what have you. Okay, so verse 11 says, Do not lack diligence. Be fervent in spirit. Serve the Lord. Someone talk on that.
1: Well, again, fervent. I looked that up because that just is a a word we don't use every day. I mean, it was talking about the idea of boiling water, that Mm. we should be bubbling over, Mm. like boiling water not being lukewarm where it ties Mm -hmm. back into that mentality, but boiling over for the things of God.
0: Mm -hmm. Dr. Constable said, uh, this was, um, common for those who had served the longest to slack off in serving. And I was just thinking of my example, just through being on staff for 20 something years in church, there was a season where it felt like all the ladies that were starting to empty nest would be like, Oh, we're going to let the young people do it now. We've Mm -hmm. done that. And that's, you know, basically, this is a good reminder saying, like, no, you never get to a point where you just need to let somebody else do it. We should always be serving, for bubbling over. That's a strong term. But then I also thought on the flip side, we can't also, as young, the younger generation, you can't be quick to say, oh, I know how to do it better and whatever, and push um, the older generation out. It has to be space and room for everybody working together. And again, it's a seven day a week. It's how we
5: live. Yes.
0: Yeah. Okay. So Kylie, what's your thought on uh, serving fervently in church? What does that look like for you personally?
5: I think just being faithful. Mm. Like even if moments like you come to church and you're tired or you're Mm. like, you wake up, like if you're on the worship team, you probably wake up at like (laughs) 6.30am and you're tired (laughs) and Yeah. (laughs) You mm. get there at six thirty a.m. Mm. and you're tired and you don't want to do it. Or it's like being faithful in those moments when you even don't want to do it. That you know that you're serving the Lord and that mm. people experience God through what you're doing. It's mm, yeah. a good and reminder. Like, if you show up, God will meet you, and yes. it's not through like your relationship with the Father, but like you're the amazing. gifts that He's placed in you mm. to serve Him. Like God will meet you in those moments mm. where other people can experience the presence yeah. of God mm. by good. your faithfulness. And so, that's like I think reminder. the sacrifice of like when you don't want to in seasons that mm-hmm. you're more exhausted or your life is crazy or, you know, all the things that you experience at home, like even your own circumstances, like showing up in the midst of that, mm-hmm. the Lord will like move through you and your humbleness. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Oh,
0: that's so good. That's good. And that while you're talking, it made me think too, sometimes we need to just volunteer for the thing we don't want to do, but there's yes. the greatest need, yes. you know, like mm-hmm. that's Nursery what that, Yes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> God <laughs> will give
4: you to do the grace. <laughs> uh, yes,
0: yes. And sometimes you find out that you really like something, that's you know, true. that you try that you don't think is um, your jam, but it ends up being something you, you enjoy. Okay, so verse 12: Rejoice in hope, be patient in affliction, be persistent in prayer. Hmm. I think that's pretty straightforward. Pretty yeah. Pretty <laughs> and it's yeah. a progression, too. Yes. You hope, you persevere, and then you cover it in prayer.
2: But it's important. You know, my commentary called that, that's the attitude towards life's difficulties. And it's so mm-hmm. true. Because mm-hmm. if you do these threes in that order, then it keeps your eyes where they should be mm-hmm. instead of on whatever your problem is at the time.
0: And, I and this, so I love we're going through, you know, Hebrews and our small group. And I love how every chapter is kind of paralleled or there's mm-hmm. been things that just build upon each other. And, um, the chapter that we're studying this week in my small group is the, um, hall of faith and hope is a big portion of that. And I love here the commentary said, but it reiterated it in Hebrews that it's not hope in a certain result that you're going to get. It's hope in just the overall promises of God that he is restoring all things and that we are going to live with him in eternity and that he's faithful and he is faithful and he's good. And then the persevere or being patient in affliction, that another word is perseverance, and it's an active, steadfast endurance. It's not passive, so we don't just sit back and yeah. hope that this, right. this is cultivated in us. It is, you have to put action to it, and you've got to be steadfast, and that's the importance of doing this in a group, because there are days you're yeah. not steadfast, and you just want to lay in bed, and yeah. you just want to...
1: Well, or it's overwhelming because yes. like, there's everybody at this table has something in their personal life going on whether True. it's, you know, health-wise, family-wise, kid-wise, whatever, and it's it's exhausting. Mm-hmm. It's war yeah. and it's like if I'm honest this morning I told God, I just Mm-mm. really don't feel it. Mm-hmm.
5: And I know we're mm-hmm. not supposed
1: to go off over feeling I'm tired, I'm worried, I'm yeah. anxious. And mm-hmm. so by redirecting and staying that steadfast and putting his word first and mm-hmm. spending that time in prayer mm-hmm. yeah redirecting sure. their births hope yes in yes. the eternal aspect. so you have to be
0: active steadfast yes. and doing this in community so that we can build each other up mm-hmm. moving on to 13 it says share with the saints in their needs pursue hospitality what can that look like in a 20. 20- First century Holy world.
3: I think a lot of the times we think hospitality is having people over for charcuterie brunches, <laughs> <and then laughs> we our and <laughs> in to so make funny. yourself at home. But you know, really, it says to. Um, it really says to be hospitable hospitable to strangers. To mm-hmm. seek friendliness with strangers. Mm-hmm. And so, it's not just the people that you think you would mesh well with. It's right. anyone because, you know...
1: If there's that need, you open mm-hmm. your doors.
2: Yes, yes.
3: Mm-hmm. Um, and, you know, you if, if you it's don't want to have them in your home, which is understandable, 21st century, there's a lot of concerns <laughs> that we might have, but um, meet them where they are, you know. Mm. Um, if If you... Have actively sought friendliness with a stranger, then you have fulfilled biblical hospitality. Mm. I'm glad that you
0: brought that up because really that word, the root of the word is a love for strangers. And this idea was to pursue those that you don't know. So in the ancient world, they didn't have hotels and restaurants and all these things that if you were traveling, you just right. like we isolate ourselves. I mean, I know some people that travel are some of the loneliest people, but in the ancient world, you stayed at strangers' houses. I mean, even like in the Jesus story that there was no room at the end in. there's not inns there they were literally same with family members or, or people that would just open up their home for this season and um, so that's what an inn was it was an extra room, a bedroom that you had open and um, again no restaurants and so in the ancient world hospitality is huge and they have it like they have it going on mm. and they, they sometimes hold back some of the best so that when they have a guest they're able to give that out and like Danielle said you know we live in a society where we're we don't always just gonna invite them in our home, but I love. I mean, even just go into the grocery store. Like yes. you can just make eye contact with people yeah. and say hello. How are you? And I know that um, an elderly gentleman in our church just was checking out and asking the lady yeah. at the checkout, "Hey, how are you doing?" And she just kind of alluded that. He could just tell there was something wrong. So he's like, Can I mm-hmm. specifically know what it is? And it, maybe it was some pain. And he's like, Do you mind if I pray with you right here, mm-hmm. right here right. now? Yeah, and yeah, so yeah. it's just like taking opportunity to know that, hey, there's a world around me mm-hmm. and it's not always about me. Mm-hmm. Yes. As simple as it can be. And especially as you has, have kids, you can
2: yeah.
0: start inviting and including people right. that are on yeah. your teams and, um, always, and things like that. But I, I love that it was about strangers.
2: I also liked, in, in my commentary, it talked about, you know, the. And I'm not—if I'm going to say this right—Koinonia, the fellowship, mm-hmm. the community, but it said. Um, that you really become a community when you go through trials with each other. And, you know, mm-hmm. it wasn't so much like, oh, so-and-so needs their electric bill paid this month. It was like, oh, my gosh, like, you're going through something really hard. Let me come around mm-hmm. you. Yes. Let me just call you on the phone and say, hey, I just want you to know I'm praying for you today. You know what I'm saying? It's like, yeah. mm-hmm. it's it's anything we can do to build community, but, like, especially you become, and we I think we've all been through something like that where, you know, it's true, where you, you went through something hard and the people that surrounded you became like, like family to you because you were going through this horrible thing and here these people came along beside you and those relationships last forever Mm. yeah yeah that's so good yeah my
5: version i'm in the esv and it says to seek to show hospitality Mm -hmm. like you're looking looking. you're literally looking Mm -hmm. so like there's things that people go through that they don't even speak about like right. paying yes. attention to people like how they're how they're acting yeah, how they like are. the like, grocery store lady yes yeah, yeah. So th- even if you're at church and you walk around in the foyer and you see people that are quiet they don't know what they're doing they don't know where they're going mm-hmm. like
4: mm-hmm.
5: asking them like hey like have you been here before like things like yeah, that like where they feel noticed and seen because yeah. I think a lot of the times we can be so hyper focused on our own situations and sure. problems that For sure. we forget to look at other people yeah. even mm-hmm. though just like knowing like what they go through like right. mm-hmm. really looking mm-hmm. to see and ask and be like and be listening like actually listening to what they're going through and not mm-hmm. just like oh okay well I'm praying for you like what can I do to help like, yes what? practical Applicable. It in your phone you know like yes. oh
0: someone says having a surgery let right. me I have to right. like right there hey Siri remind me that right. aunt don't really yeah. <laughs> yeah. we're recording on my phone I don't need Siri going on right now yeah. Yeah. But I love that. It's to seek out, and it's not always about people we know, but a lot of times strangers. And that is how the gospel, I mean, like, hello. That is how the gospel is spread. Well, when you said,
1: you know, uh, talking about in the ancient days, they would withhold their best sometimes just to offer it. And I was sitting here thinking, I thought, what is the best we have? The best we have is The gospel Mm -hmm. is Jesus. And so we should actively look for opportunities to Mm -hmm. share Jesus, to share Mm -hmm. what He's done, to be real about it. Mm -hmm. And you never know what that might spark. As uncomfortable as that may be to
0: strike up that conversation, Mm -hmm. that's our best. Yes, absolutely. And there's power in it. That's the thing that we have to, it can be uncomfortable for us and it can be uncomfortable for them. But there's power released when we share the gospel through the power of the Holy Spirit that we have Mm -hmm. no idea what is happening in the supernatural. We just have to be obedient. Okay, so then um, verse 14, uh, it starts activity Mm -hmm. contrary to the nature of what was going on in Rome. Like, this was very opposite of the lifestyle. <laughs> I'll <letting> call hard one. <laughs> we could just actually skip this part. And this, I mean, the, the neat thing about this is it paralleled, I mean, Paul was drawing from the Sermon on the Mount. This was really mm-hmm. Jesus' yeah. famous uh, sermon from, from Matthew, and it starts off, bless those who persecute you, bless and do mm-hmm. not curse. Mm-hmm. And curse can be something as simple as just talking negatively. Yes. Like, that's like, I mean, like... There's either blessings or curses coming out. So the words that we say, it's not like, oh, you're making a magic potion in the back room. Mm. It is literally... You know, oh, that person's mean and hateful. Well, that's Mm. cursing them, and that's speaking that over their life. And there's power in our words. That's right. And so, again, this is something that has to be practiced. And I think obedience, because I literally, there has been times where I can feel some unforgiveness rising up, and I'm like, Lord, please bless so (laughs) and so. Like, I don't want to say it, and I'm like, I'm like, I know Mm -hmm. I don't mean it, but I'm just. I'm going to practice this until, until you, you feel until it. You Yes. Do. Well, right.
2: and it doesn't even just say pray for them. It pray pray that God will bless. I mean, it's very specific. There's yes. No room for He's like, like no God, know.
1: don't bless.
2: Like, and that's the last God. thing you want to pray. You know. We want to give them an egg. Yeah. <laughs> we want yes. to give them just an egg. Pray that they don't die today. That's
0: all I'm dying. Yeah. So this was definitely from uh, Matthew 5, Luke 6, the Sermon on the Mount. We're told to love our enemies and pray for those who persecute you. And this was super uncommon uh, teaching in the ancient world because, I mean, it was like an eye for an eye, pen for yourself type of thing. I thought it was interesting because persecute... Means to pursue, to chase, and to hunt. Hmm. So bless those who persecute you that are. Pers- maybe sometimes you have somebody that you just feel like is persistent and always hmm. speaking negativity over you or hmm. talking about you with others, and it seems like, oh, what's their, you know, what's their deal with me? And we, we're called to bless them. Blessing, bless means to wish God's best and pray for them. Hmm. <laughs>
1: And you know what? If we really grasp oh, what that meant, that would mean that their heart and attitude would be changed and they wouldn't do yeah. Yeah. those yes, things, things anymore. That's yes. But, but it's hard to see that mm-hmm. when you've got all these darts and arrows yes. coming at you. And I'm just going to say this. I think we as Christians... We wound our own quicker oh, than yes. anybody oh, else. Yeah. We, yeah. Shoot oh. our we, we do. We do, uh-huh. and that's wrong. Oh, I'm for sure. You know, I mean, yeah. I've done it. I
0: yep. can't say I mean, yeah, I think we've all it. been guilty of yes. receiving it and dishing it, it yeah. out. Yeah. yeah. So, mm. yes. That was that's a hard that's, one. This is a hard one. This is why we go back to first, what was it in verse 1, that we have to be transformed by the new renewing of our mind or we're not capable of doing this. So any other thoughts on that, blessing those who persecute you?
3: I mean, if you think someone's out to get you, like, you have a few options. But it's telling you here, like, bless them. And if you have been transformed by the renewing of your mind, you will know that that is the best thing that you can do. And it's the only thing you can do is to pray for them. That's Um, true. You know, it says time and time again in the Bible to Bless mm-hmm. those who curse, persecute you, pray for your enemies, mm-hmm. um, you know, love your neighbor as yourself. You know, it's no longer eye for eye, like,
2: yeah, it because so. really goes back to this the scripture about we don't wrestle with flesh and blood, it's really no. not about yeah. that right. person, right. it's yes. more about the spirit,
0: yes, working. And, and we have no person. idea what anger right. issues or things that that right. I mean, you know, I was just sharing with somebody last night, like, if Edie's been hurt at school. I'm the person she lashes down on, and I can always tell at first she's hurt my feelings, but I'm like, wait a minute, this isn't like her. Does mm-hmm. something happen at school, and mm-hmm. then it will come out. So we don't know what, you know, these people, yeah. it, sometimes it might not even be personal, or sometimes it might be, and it's the enemy mm-hmm. using them. Yeah. But, um, you know, I, Bob Goff, I don't know if y'all know oh, who he is, but I mean, God, he has a book God, called God. Love Does, and I mean, it's just like, love just conquers all. It yes, does. It really does. I mean, there's just something so simple but so supernatural and powerful about love. So, moving on to 15, it says, Rejoice with those who rejoice and weep with those who weep. Thoughts on that?
1: I just think it's uh, we got to have empathy. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And it's community. And it's community. Yes. It's again, so like, being in a supportive go to role. All, go through everything with everybody. Yes. Yeah.
2: And,
0: and I think, um, you know, Cher, sure, I hope this is okay for yeah. me to talk, but I mean, like, you know, you got a diagnosis and negative. Mm-hmm. Or positive. <laughs> that's not positive. <laughs> Why they call like, it that? Positive that's not positive. Like, it's not a positive diagnosis, but yeah. it was with cancer and... um you know, like, there's a season where you just want people to just cry with you yeah. and be like, Okay, sure. we're gonna get through this together, but it's just like, it's okay to take a minute. We don't always have to be right. strong and just say, yeah. This stinks, we're gonna be in it together, but I'm crying sure. with you because this is really for sure discouraging news. Right. And then, you know, to rejoice with those who rejoice, I think there's nothing more beautiful than, mm-hmm. and I feel like yeah. Courtney's not here today. We love you, Courtney. Courtney um, she couldn't be here because she has a, a child that's sick, but that girl is gonna be the number one girl who. Is gonna rejoice for her sisters yes. like she's gonna fist pump in the air and she's i mean she's such a cheerleader and it's just a natural Thing that she does, but she's mm-hmm. just going. If something you know happens in your life that is good, she's going to be as equally excited. And I think that's such a beautiful attribute. But that's yeah. that's one thing that we're one body. Yeah,
4: you know, yes. we have many yeah. different
0: parts, but we're one body. So we should feel these things together. Mm-hmm. And kind of backing up with
1: again when you talked about the negative thing about the the mourn with those who mm-hmm. mourn. I think that that's it. I, I don't think that. I think we need to leave space for people that are mourning to not have to always measure up Mm. or you're not always, you know, throwing scriptures at them at that Mm. time, you Mm -hmm. know, whatever. Mm. I think we've got to be sensitive to that emotional part of our our being, because we are yeah. emotional You know, I mean, the Jewish
0: culture had this. Like, I mean, whenever somebody died, they there were paid mm-hmm. people yeah. to them. Yeah. with them. Yeah. Like, I, that's such a... That's d- comfort when you're not bearing it alone. Yes. I mean, right. we just live in such a different culture where we think, oh, we need to go and cheer this person up right away. Where, I mean, in the very culture that Jesus came in, it was okay to just sit and, and feel with them.
2: I think yeah. it kind of goes back to what we talked about, with Lynn talking about the hypocrisy with the masks. I mean, you know, we kind of, it, you know historically the global church you know at least the western church just like oh no we put up that mask on that's we right, don't right. let people see yeah what's really going on yeah just and,
0: as a culture we yeah, do that it's
2: kind of like i've, I've yeah. experienced that for sure it's kind of like you know please don't put your please don't put any expectations on me right now of how mm-hmm. i'm supposed to handle this because that won't end well for you <laughs> <laughs> i'm gonna let you down yeah you know, it's like you know so i i get it like i think that's uh, yeah that's so it would be cool mm-hmm. if we all allowed each other to do this To
4: do that, and I think that when I read this, like this is also something that when you become a Christian, like it's something that you learn, it's something that you take on. Yes, it is Mm countercultural, like in the culture nowadays, like some people don't like to celebrate with others or Mm -hmm. be there for anyone, and Mm. people just go through all of it alone. Um, So it's something that (laughs) I've just like had to learn. On the, like, on both sides of mm-hmm. it. To, so, like, let people... Yes. Like, be there
5: for me. Yes. Um, and that it is, oh,
4: that's that, very It true. is a good thing.
5: Yes. Like, I think, like, empathy can be hard. Yes. Like, it's a really hard thing because you're literally sacrificing, like you are trying to feel what other people are feeling. Right. Right. You're, like, not just, like, sympathizing and caring for them, mm-hmm. but you're having deep compassion for them. Yeah. yeah, And, like, the Lord has deep compassion for us, and the more we yeah. spend time with Him, the more we know Him, That's the more we from. become like Him. Mm-hmm. That's right. So those things yeah. become easier. And it's like you're able to mourn with them easier. You're Mm -hmm. able to Mm -hmm. empathize. You're able to rejoice because the Lord is happy when things happen. Yeah. He he has deep compassion. And Mm -hmm. so like those attributes and the characters of God come in to where you can pour that out on them. That's right. I think what's been hard for me too is on the other side of that.
2: Like, that in the space where, where I'm in right now that it's okay to ask somebody to help me it's okay yeah. to say hey can you drive me to chemo today can, I can you, you <laughs> I, know. I got you down <laughs> can you you know can you like I don't know just whatever can you just hey call somebody say hey pray for me you know mm-hmm. and so the, I'm finding out that that's that's being part of a community too you know you get to the place where you're used to being the person that Others and then God's like, no, sister, you sit down and this is the time that it's okay for you to ask right. and receive yeah. help from other yeah. people. That's community. That's community. That's, community. I mean, that's
0: truly community. It is. This was one that. This honestly was one of my favorite verses. Like mm-hmm. I just, I, I love it because I just think it is the sweetest part of all of this.
4: Mm-hmm. Um, okay, okay oh, It's not just like our fellow. People, like, it is know. everyone. Oh, yes. How Yeah, thank
0: thanks, me. Jake. Thank you, oh, even God. the verse above, <laughs> the people that persecute you. But those yeah. people. Even those people. <laughs> yes. That's a good reminder. Oh, no. oh, okay, so verse 16, if I can find it. Quickly, Um, be in agreement with everyone. Do not be proud. Instead, associate with the humble. Do do not be wise in your own estimation. This, you know, if we remember back, there was um, socioeconomic ranking. You know, there was a a, a hierarchy, and so that was one thing about the church that was so eye opening to all the people surrounding. They would walk by, Mm -hmm. and in a home, you would have, you know, a wealthy. Person of means and a servant, and they're just in line together. Yes. Maybe the servant's getting food before the, and, that, and that's what really rocked the the mindset of as mm-hmm. it went into the Roman world was that in the Christian world people were just living together as equals. Yeah.
2: And my my commentary like really focused in on the word think. It's um, the Greek word, frones, something like that, and it would, had to do with the way you think. So when it says live in harmony. Mm-hmm think the same things. And that's mm-hmm. hard enough, just to think like every oh, yeah. other single person. Yep. But then when it says, don't be too proud, don't think arrogant things. Yep.
3: Mm. And that's
2: like... But
3: we've all been transformed by the renewing of <laughs> our minds Exactly. <laughs> we <laughs> should be able to do that. Yes, thanks for pointing that out, Daniel. <laughs> yes. Not everyone has. Yes. Well,
0: and I just think of just how even... It's so crazy, humans. The more that we study and the more that maybe... Whatever our hands are in takes off and becomes successful, then we think we've arrived. You know, and th- this is a reminder: like you're not better than no. than no. anyone, and all of these gifts come from God. So He that's- was the one that brought the increase in His time. Mm-hmm. That's it. You're just a vessel, <laughs> right? You know, right. just we're the sheep. Well, are and are we should—that's
1: right. Yeah. I mean, we should be thankful for if we do have any success. Yeah, it's not mm-hmm. our success. Yeah. It's mm-hmm. you know, But there are so many people because, again, the culture in which we live today, it's about you, you, yeah. you. Mm-hmm. What you do. What you do. Be the best.
0: Your yeah. accomplishment. You know, your yes. accomplishment.
1: This, you know, and we... we as many abbreviations as you can get behind your name, that mm. gives you more and credibility. And fo- in
0: this world, how many followers you yes. have. But. Oh gosh. It, yes. yes.
4: How many likes. Mm-hmm. And I think in those moments, like, that's when you say, God, would you humble me? Yeah. And, <laughs> he and he will. And he will. And, <laughs> and if you don't ask, he will humble me.
1: And then there's <laughs> those <laughs> times where I'm like, you not,
4: know, I'm just like, what is going on? I feel, and I'm like, oh. I prayed that prayer.
5: <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah, I know.
4: I don't even like praying it.
1: Yeah. I, oh. None of us are self-made. Yeah. No. We are given either intellectual opportunities, whatever, mm-hmm. for God to be glorified. So yeah. it's yeah.
0: nothing mm-hmm. to do with our nothing about us at all. Well, in wrapping up, we're going to kind of, we'll need to speed it up a little bit. This has been fun. But um, 17 mm-hmm. says, do not repay anyone evil for evil. Try to do what is honorable in everyone's eyes. I mean, I kind of feel like we've touched a little yes, bit on that yeah. just through the other verses. And then verse 18, at um, if possible... On your part, live at peace with any with everyone. Um, you know, I do want to say that this is general rules of living that Paul is talking about to a Christian body. So, mm-hmm. you know, if if you're in some sort of situation where it's dangerous and you're like, "Oh, I just got to sure. keep the peace," and like like that is not, not what Paul no. is talking about. Yeah. We're talking about a healthy, thriving church. Remember, at the beginning of Romans, he loved this church mm-hmm. because of all that they were doing. So, this is, you know, like. We're, we're we're not talking about a dangerous situation that you need to get out of. That's yeah. not what we're saying. You put up boundaries. It is okay to get out of, but just you know, it, just on little things. Because um, it's
2: always the little things, right? It's it is. hardly ever yeah. all the big, like the big theological differences. It's right. like yes. what color is the carpet? Exactly. What side yes. are you
1: serving with the chickens? Which chicken? how we and live day in and you know. day out.
0: Yeah. yeah. Yes. yes. Bottom line, yeah. and
1: it's a call to action. Yeah. Everything that we've talked about requires action.
0: Mm-hmm. Yes. Oh, Intentionality. Yes.
2: My um real quick, my commentary said Paul recognized that living in harmony can be difficult and frustrating.
0: <laughs> well thank
3: you, Paul. Yes,
2: we
0: surely haven't experienced that. Oh I mean yeah, right off on the bat yes. he and uh was it Barnabas that went separate ways because of Mark. Mm-hmm. You know, they couldn't find a exactly. agreement on Mark. Whatever Mark did, bless his heart. That's why naked. Yeah, that's all we know about it. We him. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So we just know that they were like, okay, for us to live in peace, we're going to go separate yeah. ways, and so yeah, you know, definitely these things happen. So nineteen, don't avenge yourselves; instead, leave for room for His wrath, for it is, ven- for it is written, uh, "Vengeance is mine, and I will repay." Um, and this was. Um, Definitely something that through my study was talking about. God is opposed to personal vengeance. So we yes. kind of take this personally. Oh, if somebody offends yeah. me. God's going to get him. This was more like a national vengeance. If you came across his people oh, yeah. nationally, okay. then he was going to avenge, Um, you know, like personally he could but like that that's really what they said and you're not we're not supposed to take this personally like he's not out there oh somebody mistreated Lynn. Yeah. i'm going to bob him on the head like you know? the naughty list Yes, he doesn't have a
5: naughty yes.
0: naughty list and um, you know again we live in a self you know we think oh god a yeah. yeah now when we pray for them he can work on their heart and change yeah. them that's, and how that's how what we speak and that's the yeah yes yeah. <laughs> and then um, verse 21 conquer evil with good which i think sums up mm-hmm. sums up the entire Uh, chapter. Oh, I do. I did want to bring up uh, verse 20 when it says, If your enemy is hungry, feed him, if he is thirsty, give him something to drink. For in doing so, you will be heaping fiery coals on their head. Which I thought, well, that's kind of violent. (laughs) 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 How's that love? (laughs) But, um, but I remember this, you know, like growing up, people, you kill them with kindness. But those fiery coals on their head. But I thought this was interesting that um, on the Bama podcast, they said this is a reference to uh, Proverbs 25. Burning coals is a reference to God all through the Old Testament. So when we respond with love, God shows up. Yes. Yes. So that's what the, the fiery coals are, mm-hmm. is um, the God showing up. So and
1: purification yeah. was also associated and with yo, burning. Yes. Goals, purify the words of
0: your lips. So, so love.
1: Love is what it's about.
0: Yeah. Love is everything. That's the key. On 21, real quick,
1: Martin Luther King said, darkness cannot drive out mm, darkness. Yes. Only light oh, can do that. that. Yeah. Or hate cannot drive out hate. Only love, love can do can that. Do that. Yeah. And I thought, who is light? Jesus. Jesus. And who is love? Jesus. Mm-hmm. So only Jesus yep. can drop. Jesus out. is how we conquer you. That's it. Yes.
0: And you know, I think is it gonna be in first I mean chapter thirteen, I think that there's a place where um and I could be getting Hebrews mixed up, but we're actually supposed to put on Christ. Maybe it's in Hebrews. Cause, I think it's in Hebrew. Okay. <laughs> yeah, I mean, there's but, instructions. We're to yeah. wake up, but, clean up, grow up. But uh, like putting on Christ, like we're to emulate him in every way. And unfortunately, the way Christians live, it turns people off. Mm-hmm. Right. You know, we should be, I mean, such a people of love, mm-hmm. trying to outdo each other with honoring and loving right, yeah. that people are coming in because it's such a beautiful thing. So yes, any so. last thoughts? Okay, well, we leave you with that. It's been fun today. We hope that you enjoyed this segment. I want to thank all of y'all for being a part of this. I enjoyed it. Well, we will see you. Actually, there'll be another posting tomorrow um, to finish up this segment. And so you get two two segments this week. We'll see you um, next week. Happy reading.